This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listeners, let me have some more wine. I know. With that. Thank God it's a mini. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I am the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I am the inebriated <laughs> Rochelle Sharma. You're not, you had one glass. That's all it takes. You had one glass of the light German white wine and lots of cheese. Okay, I'm the five foot furious. Wait. And inebriate, slightly tipsy, Rochelle Sharma. What do I normally say? Five foot furious. How could you forget? You're the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. Oh, okay. What I you... believe that. You're, you've only had one glass. I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry I got distracted. Well, speaking of um, only having one glass, our mini episode today is about... Well, it's not about that. <laughs> the gong show. <laughs> No, it's, it's about, about resolutions. resolutions. Yes, indeed. And it's only a half episode because, you know, who has a lot of resolutions? Yes. I may have had a full glass, but you're only going to get half an episode. Half an episode. Half an episode. Um, but yes, it's that time of year where uh-huh. people make resolutions according to certain statistics I've located on the World Wide Web. About one in four Americans say they make New Year's resolutions. I found an interesting Um, statistic that says only about 28% of people over the age of 45 make statistics. So New Year's resolutions are a young man's game. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And I I think, yeah, I think that makes sense because you're like, did you put together your, uh, you know, your research for the resolutions podcast? And I'm like. Well, meh, mm-hmm. meh. I mean, I know what I'm going to say. Right. But there's not it. a lot of, you know, at this age, like, meh, you know. You know, really, yeah. Meh. So, um, again, the, in 2020, it was about one in four. So, and then add that to your statistic, then yes, it's mostly younger, younger people doing this. The most common commitments people made, exercising more, mm-hmm. of course, it's 46%, improving their diet. Four, okay. 45 losing weight 44 mm. and saving money oh, 41 yeah. percent. you know saving money and or I'd, I'd clump that in with getting out of debt is actually the oldest new year's resolution there is is it yes new year's resolutions were started by the oh yes give us hey, a historical the babylonians background. Some 4,000 years ago, the Babylonians rang in their new year, per How Stuff Works, a historical look at New Year's resolutions. And the thing that they said most often was they resolved to get out of debt. Interesting. Not a lot of weight loss goals back then, but not a lot of McDonald's either. So, <laughs> But lots of gold bars lying around mm-hmm. that they needed to save. Yeah, apparently. Like that. So that was the most popular thing 4,000 years ago. That is a fountain of information. Yeah. With that said, as far as 2020 goes, how many people actually stick to their resolutions here in America? (laughs) A laughable Um, amount, I'm sure. Well, many say they did. Mm -hmm. About half, 49% of those who made 2020 resolutions say that they kept them. 
they kept some but not all of their resolutions from the previous year while just over one third say they kept all of their resolutions i think they're lying i think they're lying they're they're deceiving themselves i think we'd see a lot more skinny people i think so too only 16 percent say they did not keep any of the resolutions that is a big fat lie Mm -hmm. i really think it is Mm -hmm. i'm trying to make themselves feel better i think so too (laughs) Um, but looking forward to this upcoming year 31 percent say they intend to make resolutions for 2021 which brings me to my question for dear rochelle sharma the slightly inebriated furious five foot rochelle sharma do you have resolutions for this year (laughs) um you know normally i really don't make new year's resolutions but because we were going to have a mini episode on resolutions i said okay maybe i should just make some let's see what happens so the first thing i thought was fuck what am i gonna resolve on you know what what you're gonna say fudge you want to make more fudge in 2021 i don't like fudge really i know you think looking at me you think i really liked some well i don't know i'll still try it okay okay not that rude okay so i decided to make three because i figure if making one is and you don't keep it, well, then you're just a complete failure, right? Making too many cheapens it. Well, then you're just making foolish resolutions so that you can say, oh, I kept it. Okay. This almost sounds like um, roulette. A, like a you bit. just need the exact I, I was actually trying to go for statistics. I decided to make <clears throat> three because if I can keep two out of the three, I'll consider that a win. If I only keep one out of the three, then, then I'm not a, a total failure. Right. If I can't keep all three, then I'm never making resolutions again. That's how bad I suck at and it. And that seems okay, too, because, like, you're older and you're not in the demographic, according to what you shared. Right. So, okay. All right. So. Are these in any particular order yes. of importance? Okay. Yes, they are. So, number one was... I need to be more active. I used to have a, a very active day. Now, not so much, especially working at home. So 30 to 60 minutes of activity per day. I have an Apple Watch. I need to close that move ring every day. I need to close the exercise ring as well. I think my exercise ring is currently set for like 30 minutes of activity. 24 hours in a day, you'd think I can do it. Hopefully I can. I'm going to resolve to do this. So before you move on to your next one, what uh-huh. are what are your ideas and how to do that now? Keep in mind, it took a rando nodding oh, yeah. threat of horror, but that did get you out late right. at night when danger was a possibility on your bicycle. Right. So well, I think you need some more dangerous dangling carrots. Perhaps. I do need to get my brakes fixed on my bike. So that makes, that may be why I've fallen off of riding my bike as much as I used to. I used Is to it? ride my bike quite a bit. But that's dangerous. Maybe that shouldn't incentivize yeah, you. Yeah, there's nothing get... like the fear of crashing headfirst into the road in front of you. Um, <laughs> uh, so what I did for some of that is since I'm working at home, I went to Ikea and I got myself new legs for my desk that allow me to have a standing desk versus a sitting desk. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. And then my husband, who he loves any of those fitness doodads that you can find, he got this one. It's almost like a balance board. You balance your feet on it, and then you wiggle side to side. 
But I'm like, well, I could stand in front of my standing desk on this stupid balance board, you know. And kind I of, don't think you'd get work done on that. I think you would. Um, I think focus it, would shift to not falling and breaking. No, an it's re- it's really not hard to it use. Isn't? I have pretty good balance, but I'm built low to the ground, so it's not hard for me to balance. So even on a balance board, it's still pretty easy for me. Okay, because I remember I would sit gravity. on a yoga ball at work, and even after a while, that like steals focus from working. Oh, but, yeah, I love that. No, it doesn't. It, <clears> but <throat> what I wind up doing is bouncing on it for entertainment, and then I knock something over. Okay, see, <laughs> take you away from from work. Okay, so more um, active, more active, not yeah. crazy amounts of activity, but just a little more. I'm not going back to what I used to do, which was an hour in the gym every day, plus biking, plus running around. I'm just not that young anymore. Right. Um, But I need to go back to having some activity. This past year has been pretty rough on the old fat body. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number two, this might be the most difficult thing. I'm going to try to restrict rich meals. Um, I don't have a sweet tooth. I have a fat tooth. I love all things fatty, like butter and anything fat oriented cheese. I just I fed love, you foie gras. I know, so and I loved every we're minute get of it. Hate mail after. So it. no, but I'm restricting to myself to hopefully one. When I say rich, I mean like fat heavy, or you know, fat being a component of it meal per day. If you let me, I'd probably eat it twenty four seven. So one meal per day. That's that would be considered rich. Like, ooh, that's rich. So the question is The other two meals should be like <clears throat> there's a lot of ambiguity as to what's considered rich. Because there's rich and then there's just bad that isn't mm-hmm. rich. Like let's say I wouldn't consider a let's say a McDonald's Big Mac meal to be rich. Mm, but it's, it's pretty high in fat. Well it's high in fat, but I think rich I don't know, I consider rich I mean, I it's not good for you. I consider rich anything that is just high in fat. Very, very calorie dense. Okay, how's that? Does that make it more yes. sense? Calorie yes, dense. calorie dense. That sounds That's better. Probably because uh, when you say rich, I think cheese and foie gras yeah. and chocolate cake and oh, that sounds good. Um, Can we have Alfredo, that too? Alfredo, you know, like those raw lobster ravioli oh I was talking God. about. Yes, oh my God, delicious. dude, they were delicious. Um, okay, but only once a day. Meat. I think of <laughs> meat and cheese heavy. Yeah, meat and cheese heavy. I would like the other two to be maybe not so calorie dense. And my choice, do I want to have a rich breakfast? Like the other day I made the sausage and eggs and the oatmeal crisp for breakfast. That's, that was super rich. That looked delicious. It was so good. Or, you know, but once a day, instead of, I mean, when you know how to cook, you want to spoil your family. And I do that. I do that too. I'm a a cook. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty bad about it, which is why I have a chubby husband. And the kid, he's not so chubby, but you know. If I don't start something with him, right? It, the future is is fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I can't. I here's the thing. I love food. I love everything about food. I love cooking. I love talking about it. I can't cut it completely out of my life. But maybe if I just cut it down, so I right. stick myself to. We to could one talk calorie, it about it more. Yeah, one calorie dense meal per day. The other need to be lighter. Okay. Uh, but you know, no specific weight loss goal, no specific calorie intake goal. I think when you start to restrict yourself in that way, you start to think about all the things you want, but you can't have. That's not going to work for me. So be like, hey, no, you can have a rich meal, but, uh, you know, 
once a day should be more than enough. You need to be balanced out with yeah. the healthier stuff. Right. <clears throat> uh, right. And then number three, and this is more of a mindset correction versus a physical correction. No more waiting or using the term waiting. Oh, when are you going to do this? Well, I'm waiting for something to happen. Something so, that I kind of consider out of my control. So stop procrastinating? Mm, no, because that's that's more in my control. Here's a great example. I got my job, which is an office job. You sit all day. And I would spend two hours every day in traffic going to and from the house. So I quit going to the gym as much, right? And then I was like, well... What are you waiting COVID, for? COVID rolled around and I was like, well, maybe they'll let me work from home. And then I got it to where I could work from home and that would give me two hours of my day back. Well, shoot, I only wanted an hour at the gym, but then COVID closed down the gym. Do you know what I mean? What I should have done was still been being active for that hour instead of pinning it on the gym being closed. Well, I would do this, but I'm waiting for the gym to open. Okay, so, so let's put the a couple of these language. together. Yeah. So how would you spend that hour then? Would you spend it on your fixed bicycle? Because for me, an incentive used to be if I spend a couple hundred dollars on brand new workout clothes, oh, you know, then mm-hmm. I'm bound to go. Not, that doesn't that yeah. only works looks for like, like that worked out for you yeah it just really like did. me well if i can get it to where i can work from home then i can definitely go to the gym right Yo, if I'm i had fat. something to wear then i would go no yeah not necessarily it worked for like a month till i ran out of the outfits mm-hmm. <laughs> you know see i think more for me i was putting it outside of myself well i'll wait for the gym to reopen Oh, I'll wait for being able to work from home. So what What do you think you'll do? So so now you have the... So when I catch myself using that language Uh in regard to anything, well, I need to wait for, insert reason here. I need to stop myself right there and work around it. I'm not going to wait for something else to happen anymore. I just have to like mentally watch the language. I still think that's... um, um, Procrastination. procrastinating yeah, yeah maybe because it is in your control yeah. i mean the the initial well sometimes it's not so well, find an alternative right well a workaround yes don't procrastinate on finding your workaround that sounds still like sounds like fun too <laughs> so yeah that was me i mean i guess what i was trying to say is change the language and change my the way i look at the situation Duh. yeah and all of those. Don't be scared to pee your pants in the park, Rochelle, because you decided to go work out in the park where there isn't a public restroom. Okay. Just roll with it. Just pee on the tree. All right. You know, if anybody asks, I'll be like, I'm pretending to be a dog right now. Leave me alone. I'm just urinating on this tree. I would say mine are basically, I didn't write down any, but mm. they're basically that. They're basically the same. Basically what? About the same thing? Yeah. I don't have any, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to lose this much. Can you really make that type of resolution right now, though? Because there is a lot of stuff that's out of our control. Well, you know, my bike is about to be fixed. That was my Christmas present. That My my bike is going to be fixed and the weather's great. Mm -hmm. It'll at least be great for a few months. So the idea was to get on my awesome bike and just ride it around my neighborhood Mm -hmm. 
Um, and that will definitely help, I think. So I'm going to start there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not, I, I want um, more vegetables. I feel better when I eat more vegetables. Who doesn't? It's preparing those vegetables. Yeah. So yeah, you can't have a charcuterie platter every day of the... No. Yeah, because even now I feel like, oh, I had too much cheese. Oh, no such thing. And wine. <clears throat> I feel good. <laughs> That's my rich meal but, for today. <laughs> um, okay. Procrastinating. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. So I thought, when I le- read this article, I thought this was pretty interesting. Hang on, let me open the phone with my face here. So they talk about um, what's the secret to keeping your New, New Year's resolutions. Uh, and they say, simply wanting to change is not enough. In order to make it stick, instead of keeping it to yourself, like your birthday wishes, you know how we think if we make a wish on our birthday, we think if we tell people it won't come true. No, they say, tell people. people. And then that'll hold you accountable. In a way, yes. Now, this is what got me. It made me laugh. Like sponsors. Joe Ferrari. And I said, is this for real? But it is. Professor of psychology at DePaul University in Chicago says, when you keep resolutions a secret, no one is going to check up on you. You're only accountable to yourself. Mm-hmm. So you should tell others. Not so they can keep tabs on you, but just so they can remind you of your goals. Sponsors. Um, and then he says, yeah, kind of. He says that a party to publicly share your resolutions is an is an admirable way to ring in the new year. So at your New Year's Eve party or your New Year's Eve Zoom meeting or whatever, you should discuss resolutions with your friends. Then he says that social media offers another avenue to let others in on your goals. I don't know that I'm going to post it on Facebook. Um, no, no, not everyone needs to know all of that. But I may talk about it with my friends. You know, and then it may be instead of like three months down the line when I'm jamming rich food in my pie hole for somebody to look at me and be like, how's that New Year's Eve resolution working out for you, Rochelle? (laughs) And kind of steer me back on the right path, I suppose. I think it could help, too, if we did it maybe as a a group. Oh. Because then we wouldn't. You mean like check in with some progress? Well, I wouldn't sabotage you by inviting you over to eat, you know, foie gras. Hey, no. Now listen to me right now. There is no such thing as sabotage when you invite me over for delicious meats, cheese, olives, and foie gras. (laughs) I am adult enough to accept the responsibility of my actions. I haven't had it. And just, you know, so our audience, this is not an everyday thing. It's been like five years. But like, give me like 24 hours notice so I don't eat something rich for breakfast. Okay. Well, I did warn you. Yes. I did warn you. And then I can say, okay, I'm going to be a good girl all day long so I can inhale. But the the problem with that is, you know, we haven't. (laughs) A lot of people haven't gathered this year. So when you do gather, as we learned, I, you watched it too on the Victorian, you know, Christmas, you know, the historians going back in time mm-hmm. to do the, the Victorian Christmas thing. And they're going through that food has always been celebratory at, with the end of the year because it was celebrating the bounty mm-hmm. of your harvest as well as stocking up for the. You didn't know what the winter was going to bring right. your crops or any of that. So it was celebrating the, the works of your labor and fattening uh, yourself up so you don't freeze to death at night. Right. All of that stuff. 
So it's hard to think of not celebrating and having people over for the one or two. You know, we, we have a couple people over once a year and that we usually do it. It's like less than 20 people. Mm-hmm around new year's eve but not on new year's eve it's like new year's eve eve or something like that and this year we're having what three people Mm -hmm. and keeping it very small but it wouldn't be any fun if i didn't if i cooked you gave you a salad right there (laughs) you know so there's that so i'm saying on the one hand yes, yes we should support each other but on the other side i'm saying but i can't feed you salad you're getting the potatoes. Um, you can feed me whatever you want. I don't turn down food. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I want the potatoes. Yeah, you're going to want those potatoes. So they're French. Yes. And they're delicious. That's rich. It's That's really a rich, rich. thing. Um, okay. But so, I, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't think it's a bad idea to let some friends know what your intended goals are and just have them out there. Mm, Let's put it, put out it this into the way. universe. If I call you and I say, I have a conundrum. I ate a rich breakfast and now I'm staring at a, um, a decadent pastry. And it is, you know, it's in the afternoon. It's definitely not part of that rich breakfast. What you would want, you say? You'd you want, probably ask me what kind of pastry exa- it was. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. I can't talk you out of that. Be like, what kind? Be like, well, could you wait until tomorrow to eat that? you're putting words in my mouth now of what you what would you want me to say what would you want me to say to you i don't know i'd probably be too busy eating the pastry to even hear you probably i don't i wouldn't although to be honest i wouldn't call you to say that because i feel like that would maybe be me trying to shirk the responsibility of self-discipline and putting it on you so that's not fair that's true that's but true. let's say let's say one of your resolutions was something a bit more tangible, like oh, I I, I okay, resolved so to eat less meat, and I'll be one, like, hey, one. how many days were you vegetarian this week? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I tried to go vegan one year. You know, that's hard. That's a hard one. Yeah, but remember, I um I haven't had coffee in like a year. Oh my god! Because. It's so acidic, I have problems. I haven't had coffee in three hours, and I'm dying. (laughs) And even, like, sometimes, but I drink tea, and I drink tea with with milk and honey. And I I have that maybe a couple days a week. It's not even an everyday thing, Mm -hmm. you know? But even after some time, even the tea will bother me. Well, long story short, um, Christmas rolled around, and it was the holidays, and I happened to be going through uh, Starbucks drive through and saw that the creme brulee latte was back mm-hmm. that I remember enjoying so much. And I had one and we'll say it didn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. So one later that week maybe became another one. And mm-hmm. then the next week, maybe I had a couple more and this went on through the month of de- December. Pretty soon you're just sticking burnt sugar in your veins, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it wasn't so much. Well, probably the sugar wasn't good for me either, but the acidity like mm-hmm. really started to, to bother me. To the point where, like, you know, I try to have one glass of wine like it, you know, did now. And it hurts, you know, it hurts where my gallbladder was and all of that right. stuff. So, I no more coffee. It's it's done. No more coffee for me. And that will be easy because I've done that before. Uh-huh. And it's not never so much the caffeine. It's the flavor. It's, mm, the, mm. it's the, the sweet and the, I don't know. But, okay, so that's a tangible one is mm-hmm. my point. So let's say, yes, okay, I'm not going to drink um, coffee in 2021. I'm off the coffee unless I make like a tiramisu. 
but again, that gets on the rich mm-hmm. food. So, mm-hmm. uh, what was your question about tangibility, mm-hmm. Tangina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <was> um, <laughs> well, I guess it's it's just a way for your friends to keep you in check, keep you in check, or to help you keep yourself in check, just by questioning you about it. Sure, and then. If you have been doing it, you can talk about, it was great. I found out I could do this instead of that. Or if you haven't been, well, then it's almost like confession time. Well, to tell you the truth. Yeah. So maybe this week uh, I slipped, but owning up to the slippage, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm the one who pays the price if I have it. That's the thing. It physically hurts me if I do it. So it's just stupid. It's like. You know, Why swallowing. Are you doing this to yourself? Right, blah, blah, blah. You know, swallowing needles or yeah, yeah. exactly. Why? Have you tried drinking coffee in front of a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that an old way to quit smoking? I don't know, something style? like that. <laughs> so on on that note, um, in style here has a top ten unexpected New Year's resolutions that will actually make your life better. Oh, okay, but let's unexpected. Hear. It says so. Okay, well let's. Let's see. Is and one of these is, like try sucking toes? It's a delightful way for you and your partner to connect. I, <laughs> I'm God, not sucking anybody's not. toes. I'm, no. no, I don't love anybody no. that much. I mean, I know a million dollars buys a lot of mouthwash. And so if Jeff Bezos wants his toes sucked, okay. you know, I'll earn it. <laughs> I'll earn it that way. I don't know. I don't, I don't do feet. Anyhow. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I don't know if that's on the list. We'll have to see. I haven't looked at the whole list. I'm just starting backwards. So number 10, start therapy. Yeah, that's uplifting. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, look. It says, after this year, there couldn't be a better time to begin therapy. There not, are always I'm, things to talk about, especially as we reflect on 2020 and the major shifts. That isn't that way we started the podcast? Honestly, I mean, like. Well, I'm sure we could use some therapy. I suppose everybody could use it to a certain extent. Yeah, my, so instead of start therapy, my my suggestion to counter that is start your own podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's much I think easier. That's, that's much easier and less expensive, I might add. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are some costs to it. There's some startup costs, definitely, yeah. but much less than what therapy will cost you. Yeah. So, yeah. Number nine, buy clothes that fit now. Is there any other kind? Well, I don't know. Do you? Did you ever know anybody who would buy clothes that didn't fit with the goal of getting into them? Not other than like a wedding dress. And even then that was maybe I, a little bit I did bit know smaller. people who did that. No. Now I have clothes in the closet that I would like, wish they fit now. Okay. And if anything, there would be a resolution to get myself to where those few dresses will fit. And I that would be a good dangling carrot. See, I need dangling carrots. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> Um, I think, I think a great resolution for me would be just to buy just buy some clothes. clothes. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> Dude, other than Michael's. my underwear have oh, gotten gosh. pretty sad. Like, uh, it, I need to be a really good driver because God forbid I get in an accident. Oh my You know goodness. how they always used to say, "You can't wear holy underwear." What if you get in an, an accident? accident? But you you keep saying though, if you get in an accident, you're probably going to be naked. Anyway, right. right. Oh my God, my underwear. I mean, hey, it's no joke. My underwear take a beating, kids. <laughs> Gotta haul this around all day. You, know, there, you can't but ask. I've got you know, old go to underwear. I need new underwear. Then get new underwear and throw this but I out. Want quality underwear. You can get some quality underwear yeah, on Amazon if yeah. you don't want to go to the store. 
That, yeah. Or I ordered mine from the store and then I went and picked it up already ready in a bag. I, I think my thing is I need to buy more quality items. I don't have to buy the seven pack of Fruit of the Loom ladies undies, you, you know. Sh- you certainly I need to don't. buy some better quality underwear. Sh- my underwear are not cheap. And I go, th- I, I'm tough on my underwear, I will say. <laughs> I'm tough, <laughs> tough on the well, the reason that I bring this up is uh, so for the first time ever, I bought some quality socks and I liked them so much. I bought my husband some quality socks and I'm like, maybe I need some quality clothing items. Now, I really with my shirts, it's a lost cause. I start cooking. I don't put on an apron. They're stained. Yeah, you've got shit on your sweater right I there. Know, it's like I cookie know, crumbs or I cheese. Know. So Something. just buying the cotton t-shirts is fine for that. But I'm thinking maybe getting better quality undergarments is a good goal. I think that is a good goal. See, I think these are better goals and resolutions that are achievable and mm-hmm. easy to implement. Okay. And well, I, I will hold you to the, the new underwear. Because I'll make you sh- sh- not not on no. your body, yeah. not on your body, but you yeah. can show them to me, just like how we all got new swimsuits. You mean you want me to describe them to you, perhaps in a text message? <laughs> no, I want you to it's take filthy. pictures of the underwear, not oh, on, not, not on, on my your, body, not okay. on your body. Okay. Right. Number eight, it says rearrange, declutter, or redecorate your space. I'm all about that. Yeah, that works. That's not a New Year's resolution, though. That should be <clears> a once a year activity. It should be a couple year activity at this house, the way we collect things. Mm-hmm. I got a little so, house too, man. It gets crazy it quick. Gets cra- like this closet you've seen. Like, there's oh, I've stuff heard things in there. That, I'm like, is it a poltergeist or is yes. it a hoarding tendency? It's Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's really just there's not a lot of space. So there's yeah. blankets and just shit piled. Yes, yep. stuff, we have cupboards and things that need, we can get rid of some things. And we talked oh, about it today. You know, and I mean, so. especially... Well, I'm 45 and you're 112. And so at there we our go age, again. there is the risk that we could die and leave it so that other people have I to go through our stuff. I think, I of, think that. of that too. I've got some weird shit that has They're to be disposed of. They're going to find a lot of, of dildos at your house. Yeah, you got that right. Do you remember that scene in Black Panther when the guy lives in the, in the dildo cave? That's what it's like in my closet. <laughs> it's just old hookahs and dildos everywhere. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Just kidding. Okay, I'm not sure if I, I have to read all of number seven to understand it. Seven, okay, implement the topless test. Excuse me? That's what it says. Make space for the, okay. Oh. Make space for the people you really care about by implementing the topless test. What is a topless test? Yeah, Only spend time test? online or safely in person with friends you would take your top off in front of. Uh, no. No. So this, they're telling you, oh, if you only hang out with people you'd show your titties to? That's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. I mean, if you wouldn't take, uh, if you wouldn't, and what if it How about the swimsuit Clearly this isn't. Maybe I'd phrase it like that. Only hang out with people you'd be in a swimsuit in front of. If you wouldn't take your top off in front of anyone, you switch up the test to something that makes more sense to you. So oh, okay. Work. All okay. right. For example, it could be people. I you, want these people, people to stay friends with me. If I whip my top <laughs> off in, some of, in front of some of the people I know, they'd be like, well, yeah, Rochelle, nice knowing you. For example, it could be people um, you would feel comfortable talking to with your mouth full of food, it says. Calling when you oh, need to oh, cry. You mean, no. Farting. Mm. Farting? No, we may. I think you farted. Me and the kid make a game out of it, but it doesn't mean I'm going to fart in front of your husband. And I like hanging out with you too, but. Although I could introduce you to the fully fart fun. (laughs) So uh, what? Swimsuit then? Yeah, I guess swimsuit. Would you be at a, would you be at a pool party with them? 
because being in your swimsuit in front of people is a level of vulnerability, you know? Except when you're on vacation and don't care. I mean, you know, we, because we... That's true. I, we go snorkeling and shit, and I don't care. I'm there to see okay, the fish. Okay, how, so. how about be in front of your... Be in a swimsuit in front of these people, like, twice. You know, or repeatedly. <laughs> um, people you went and shave your legs for? I don't know. I don't what? shave my legs. I don't no. know what you're talking about. I don't you know. can't barely even see my leg hair. It doesn't what about matter just crying right. then? Crying? I don't cry in front of anybody. Let me tell you something. Mm. If you see me crying, run. Because it means I have decided to murder you. I've and seen I'm that. sad about never talking to you again. I've seen you almost cry when you had air rage that time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not, no, I don't You get cry that Tom Cruise Mission Impossible, you haven't seen me upset. And you're like <laughs> shaking and smoke's coming out of your nose like a dragon underneath a pile of gold. Oh. All right. Anyhow, so we'll have to think about what that means. But yeah, right. someone that you would just um, ch- show your titties to is not good enough for me. Look, I have shown my titties to many, many strangers, and it doesn't mean I want to hang out with them on a regular I would, basis. I would say, clear, clear I think a, a, a new positive way to say that would be clear your people inbox uh, of caustic people or those people that you know how Maya Angelou said let if you let if people want to show you who they are let them yeah okay. and once they let you um or once they let you once you let them mm-hmm. see who they really are yeah and they're no good then yeah Put them in the mail list. Don't mm-hmm. waste your time on those people. Surround yourself I, with you know positive what? people. I will put it this way. Mine <clears throat> will be the, the test will be the would you bake cookies for them test. How's okay. that? If I wouldn't bake cookies for you, I'm not going to waste any time on you. How's yeah. that? Yeah. And now there's been some changes this year or at least time this year to give some retrospection maybe on things that might have gone down the year before. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some people that I'm like, mm, not so much. Yeah. Thank you for showing me who you are. Yep. Um, six tackle your email inbox. Oh, Money? that's I'm a that's, minimalist, dude. I, there's probably five emails in my inbox. Well, uh, I understand that because shit's got out. When you're a teacher, oh, shit yeah. gets out of hand. No, I've got like six, seven emails now, all different schools, and then my own email, and then my spam email, and then my own school email from when I went to school. Oh my god! And no. they all fill up like they're slow. Anyhow, it's a lot. So I understand that. I understand trying to organize that. Well, I have it's my, harder my one email address, and it is just basically where <laughs> all the commercials come. They can't reach me. Commercials, otherwise. and then occasionally an email from me. Mm-hmm. Right? Emails from you, dildo ads, and uh, things and from all recipes. No. <laughs> <laughs> just i don't get dildo i, get I don't get dildo ads either that'd be pretty fun to open up honestly <laughs> five uh, be more intentional about cooking sourcing and or eating your food and hey, i think we've discussed this quite a bit this year has been very intense on that front right well we've had nowhere else to go we've been yeah. really good about cooking our own food we just need to cook even more right healthier food mm-hmm so I think all of those things can work together with the things on on your list and the things i'm piggybacking with on your list mm-hmm. um for curate your curate your social media feeds no, fuck off with that That's, shit i'm i'm so bad at even promoting this show if i remember it might get on insta uh you know what but i go I on do, facebook and i read articles from my smart i do friends. the facebook and that's it that's it I can't Sorry, even like 45. Twitter. So I'm, I'm not I don't, curating my media. What the fuck is No. I'm not young enough to know what that shit is. It's too much. I don't need to. Oops, sorry. That might be something for your husband to do with his TikTok videos or something. 
he so. responds to so many people that write him <clears throat> stuff. He write, you know, they comment on his video and he comments back. He's very funny. All right. Three might be for you. Examine your relationship with alcohol or marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I need to improve my relationship. Right. I with need both. to drink more. I, yeah. I hardly have any. And if it's I cut so out rare. coffee, I can have. We had wine today. I think it's the first time. When's the last time you and I had a cocktail? Um, Memorial oh, Day? Memorial yeah. Day? No. Fourth of July? Did, did we, we even? Memorial Day, did we? Yes, we did Memorial Day. But I had like one drink. Yes, I think not... so. Because I think, weren't we drinking the bubble water? We were drinking the with, bubble water. Uh, and the it was fruit hot. and the vodka. And it was hot and I didn't want to dehydrate. Right. So I only had Maybe like I was. I think that's why I was doing the the bubble waters with a yeah. little little half shot of vodka. So just I don't handle the alcohol as no. well. As yeah, I just to know. be clear for our audience members, we talk a lot. And there was a time when, when Rochelle and I... Um, we're young, especially Rochelle. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Where we did, you know, indulge in the okay, the drinking and and the, and such. But no, not in, not anymore. No. I can't even drink coffee. Like I said, I really can. I can't have anything. I will pass all drug tests with flying colors. Oh, yeah. I can't even. I can't even. Okay, so examine your relationship. But I, as we talked earlier, though, we know a lot of people that. We do know a lot of people that can lot, use that. A lot of people that can use that, especially on um, the alcohol. You know, I've really gotten <clears throat> to the age where indulging in that sort of thing has to be a social activity. It's not something I can do privately because it's not something I can do often. Right. So I want people I want to. Sure. When I'm doing this, if I'm going to it's have a, a social glass activity. of wine, I yeah. don't want to have it by myself. I don't. That's why I, I don't do like it alone. I would like to join me. Right. We have, you know, wine that we've had now, what, for two years? And, you know, we yep. just don't. We bought what two two bottles on Christmas, and um, no, we bought three bottles, and we didn't finish one. Mm-hmm. We're just not. You know. Anyway, number two, hide your quote unquote self view on Zoom. Oh no, I can kind of understand that. Pay attention to the other people on Zoom and not your bangs. Well, that doesn't. I'm talking to you, Terry Steed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was so cute when he kept styling his hair. <laughs> I was um, enjoying it. Well, you as a teacher, you can't because all the students have to see you, and there's it's it's like school policy that they have to turn their no, cameras just, on to make sure that they're no no alerted, not that. paying attention. What they're saying is, you know, when you're on you're on zoom oh turn yourself off turn yourself off don't worry about what your hair looks like or the fact you're making a double chin don't oh, try no. to make funny to faces to entertain yourself which is what i do i'm constantly making faces into the camera because i think it's hilarious but you know watch the other people i, I watch zoom. both i watch both i have to see myself because i have to see if i'm on mute or not anyhow whatever that's understandable gam gam all right technology is tough for you i know right come on number one commit to only doing exercise you actually like i don't like any exercise unless Mm. you consider eating exercise (laughs) cracking jokes if i could burn calories cracking jokes i would be you wouldn't if i turned sideways you wouldn't even see me if a dry sense of humor equated weight loss, I would be like <laughs> <laughs> invisible. <laughs> In my world, that would be a wish. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dry humor equates um, health and longevity. Well, here's the thing. If you're only doing exercises that you enjoy, why do you enjoy them? <clears throat> well, I like riding my bike. So yeah. that we're, I'm going to do like I'm getting the bike I fixed. like walking around. 
You know, if you only know. you live closer, because I know you like to ride your bike, but mm-hmm. that's too far. We'd have to do a meetup. Oh, my God. It would be terrifying. One of us would get killed. That's yeah, too far. for sure. And it's like freeway the whole way. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do that. Nope. Although, in some way, how fun would it be to picture you riding your bike down the freeway crying? Why would I be crying in that scenario? Um, I don't know. Why wouldn't you be crying if you had to ride a bicycle on the freeway? I'd be screaming. It'd be fun. Well, I wouldn't do it in the, in the first place. Let's resolve never to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you have resolutions you'd like to share with us um, or write to us about how terrible ours are, whatever, just whatever. If you have anything you'd like to share, write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com. That is feedback at galpodcast.com. We'd love to hear what your resolutions mm-hmm. are. If you want to show Tracy your dangling carrots. Right. Or she'll know, let me see too, probably. Change your, I don't know. Whatever. If you'd like detailed plans to a dildo cave, please. <laughs> please send those to Rochelle <laughs> for Pete's sake. I know, we'll I just leave mine laying all over the place at trip over and fall. Jeez Louise. I know. We'll be talking about um, predictions for this year. Yeah, that's in our, our next, next episode. episode. So join us then. In the meantime, We're take pull out our crystal ball. Yes, our crystal ball, exactly. Ciao. Bye. Bye.